How's it going, Suncast listeners? My name is Reagan Harrell, and welcome into another episode of the Suncast podcast. Uh, a crazy last 17 hours, an insane last 17, 18 going on hours in the Sun Conference. I'm going to just kind of go back in reverse chronological order because just kind of go with what's freshest in my mind right now. Getting pretty close to the 24-hour straight mark. We're approaching hour 21 uh, straight of being awake and, you know, covering Sun Conference. Weber and Southeastern, obviously, these are the two teams left in Columbus and in Lewiston. Uh, this will, I'm just going to go ahead and say this will probably not be the cleanest episode. Not like anything bad, just like me trying to talk and process things. Uh, I am tired, but the boys never sleep. The girls never sleep. Everybody's rocking and rolling. So let's just go ahead and just get straight into it, I guess. Um, Sam Faith. Oh my God. I mean, what? Never doubt Southeastern. I told the boys on Fungo Talk podcast, if you think you have Southeastern by the ropes, if you think you've built up enough of a lead, if you think, and as soon as you think, you have a win in the bag against the fire, you've lost. And that is what happened tonight in Lewiston, Idaho, a game that got started at 12.05 Eastern time and ended at 3.35, a little bit early on, about 3.30 Eastern time, thanks to Mr. Sam Faith sending one just to the right of the batter's eye and right center field, walking off the Georgia Gwinnett Grizzlies, the defending national champion against this year's national champion favorite, put up an all-time classic in Lewiston. It started off early in the first inning. Georgia Gwinnett jumped on top of Rob Adams. A couple solo shots, but Rob settled in nicely. Had another uh, kind of rough inning. Uh, I believe that was the top of the fifth. And next thing you knew, we were looking at uh, pretty bleak times uh, down in Lakeland. It was 6 nothing, bottom five. But uh, a couple of my buddies were watching the game with me. And I said, look, I have personal experience watching these guys just – destroy a team in an inning. Saw him do it to Weber a couple times. We were up like 9-5 to five, uh, in game three against them uh, in the regular season. And I think the final score was 20-10. to 10. I don't know why I said I think I know it was 20-10. to 10. I remember it very well. But anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, Sam Faith, he tied the game. I think a two-RBI uh, single advanced on a throw uh, – extra throw or something like that, and then the two-run shot to end it. Um, you know, ho- hopefully the main thing also coming out of this game is, you know, hopefully Fuentes is okay. Looked like he took one. Looked like he took it off the hand. Uh, it was end up being ruled a foul ball. Uh, he still put a decent drive on uh, pitch. pitch uh, I think it was two pitches late. I think he saw one and then uh, lined out on the next one. But um, – I mean, just an insane game. You know, Southeastern showed why no lead is safe. No lead is safe against these guys. Um, you know, congrats to them. I got to check the bracket. I'm not sure when exactly they play. I mean, it'll be – I'll be posting it very soon. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'll get a solid 
little nap in here and we'll be ready to rock and roll. Oh, actually, no, I got, yeah, no softball tomorrow. That's right. We have no softball or today. Yeah, no softball. Get the day off uh, in Columbus. Still get to watch Weber baseball. Their season on the line. We'll get into that um, a little bit later. And then Monday we get to see uh, Southeast. I'll be able to see, uh, yeah, Southeastern softball. I believe they play at 1 o'clock. Yeah, I think they have the opening game uh, on Monday. Again, I have to double-check that. Yeah, a lot of umming and uhing this episode. It's I'm sorry. It's late. I'm exhausted. But get the content to you as fast as we can. Ah, a little sip of water. A little sip of water. <laughs> but, um, you know, congrats, Southeastern Baseball. I mean, this is as if they didn't need any more uh momentum they have definitely got all the momentum now um there was a little perhaps scuffle there at the end um like there were some waving some certain gestures uh from southeastern to Gwinnett if I know anything about Gwinnett and which I do I uh, gotta think that they most likely said something I'm sure something has been said or was said um I'm not saying who started it very well could have been Southeastern, may have been Gwinnett, who knows. But, you know, they, they play chirpy, both teams, both teams, very chirpy teams. And, um, you know, thankfully things didn't get too overheated there at the end of the game. The ending was uh, an amazing, amazing game. It's going to be really tough to top a uh, another game like that in Lewiston. And we got a long way to go. Everybody's still alive, at least, at least for now. But uh, moving on. Game before that was Southeastern softball taking on Oregon Tech, and that one was a kind of more a little bit more of a pitcher's duel. Autumn Hunter, Claire Seconder on the mound, did an awesome job um, for the fire. Uh, back and forth, just kind of a little bit of a sloppy game. I think there were six total errors. Um, I was talking with Mike, their broadcaster in between innings, and he's like, yeah, this has been, I think they had like 12 errors, Oregon Tech did, coming into the entire um, World Series, and they ended up having four against Southeastern in one game. But uh, awesome pitchers duel there. I mean, what, man, it's Sun Conference softball, you know, <laughs> what you speaking of, great pitching, usually great defense, and a lot of aggressive base running, but in the end, it was Erica Stahl with a two-run, no-doubt shot out to left field. Um, uh, just a thrilling, thrilling game. Bottom of the six, Oregon Tech was able to get one across to make it three to two in the top of the seventh. But Claire Seconder, uh, in the circle and relief, did an awesome job as the freshman from New Orleans has done all year, and she and it, uh, she shut it down, and the Fire move on to advance. Um, they believe they're playing Indiana Wesleyan. I think it was the winner of Indiana Wesleyan and uh, Freed Hardman. I can get that. Uh, pretty sure I can get that pulled up here pretty soon. Yeah, that was a hell of a game. Um, a lot of fun being able to you know, see a team from the Sun Conference win that wasn't beating Weber. You know, that's uh, I got to see Southeastern and Weber play in the opening round. It's going to be the opening game of uh, the Softball World Series, and that was a, another just all-time classic. Uh, I don't think I've talked about that one on, on the pod yet. Yeah, I definitely haven't. Um, you know, obviously, 
And this is something that has been, I've, I've said before and I'll say it again, you know, I'm a Weber guy. I go there. I play football there. I love Weber. They've given me so many opportunities there. I'll be a warrior for life. But, um, And that being said, you know, I'm always going to go for the Sun Conference, but if the Sun Conference team is playing Weber, you know, puts me in quite the predicament. Now, once I become a, you know, more official, you know, probably graduate and, you know, all biases be thrown out the window. But, you know, that, that's not now. You know, that's not now for me. I'm enjoying – my times, um, I, I take this very seriously, obviously, um, but this is my baby, and you know, I'm tr- trying to make a winning culture out of this, just like er- all these teams have a winning culture. Uh, here, yeah, oh god, we are getting, we are getting sidetracked. Oh my god, it is a, it's early. It's almost four a.m. I'm just, I don't even know if we're gonna get much past talking uh, southeastern softball. The Weber talk may have to wait till tomorrow. Um, and I'll post this, you know, early tomorrow morning at some point, just definitely before the Weber game at one o'clock. You know, let me get back to what I was originally like talking about. Um, okay. That's baseball. That's the baseball bracket. Okay. We're all out of whack. Okay. Yeah. They'll, they'll play either Freed Hardman or Indiana Wesleyan. I don't know who won earlier, but they'll play one and, you know, hopefully beat them. Um, you know, I've obviously been in Oklahoma City. Uh, I'm so, good Lord. Oh, my brain. My brain's fried. No, I've obviously been in Columbus the last few days. Been watching a lot of softball there. Um, you know, Southeastern's resilience has obviously impressed me. Um, you know, it's not easy with the Weber game. You know, I started talking about it and just stopped. This is terrible podcast. Yeah, I'm going to stop this podcast after we get done talking Southeastern. I'll pick up Weber talk after I get a few more Z's in me. But, um, yeah, it was a 1-1 game heading into the six against Weber. And I believe they scored three. They scored three, making it four to one. Yeah, 4-1 Southeastern heading to the top of the seventh. And Weber, I don't think Weber scored at all, like, if I actually hit. They loaded the bases with a couple hits there, and then it was walk and then back-to-back hit by pitches. Looking back at it now, I think I can say objectively that second hit by pitch was a little interesting. I mean, it it was definitely hit by pitch, but it was one of those just like, maybe we could have got out of the way, maybe not. I don't know. Southeastern parents, uh, being in the stands next to them, they definitely have their opinion on it. But in the end, it did not matter. Haley Harrell came up and hit a no-doubt frozen rope. The only thing about it was, would it get high enough? And it definitely didn't. It got out of the park in a hurry. Walk off the Warriors. And uh, that was a tough one. You know, Southeastern, it's like, oh, good, good for y'all. I'm happy for y'all. Sun Conference and all that. But, you know, hey, hey seeing that uh, at the time, the Lady Warriors being in that situation and going into the loser's bracket, and, um, no, nah, we'll just go ahead and we'll, we'll just keep on rolling. You know, um, unfortunately for Weber softball, and this is kind of, th- this happened before the Weber baseball game, but just we're on softball talks. We'll just keep rolling with it. Um, unfortunately the season has come to an end and, um, I gotta say, looking back on it, I started covering baseball in January, and looking back now, 
the only regret that I've had these last few months is I really wish I would have done a better job of covering Weber softball. And, um, you know, the reason is they these girls have put in a lot of work this year. I mean, they've played uh, 66 games. It ended up being 42 and 24 on the year. We're talking about it with some of the guys, some of the NAI officials up in the uh, press box today. I mean, that's just uh, – that's a lot of freaking games. That's a lot of games, a lot of games to win. And, uh, you know, I, I wish I would have done more like uh, just covering them. Definitely something in 2023 I would do. You know, and then, you know, and part of me realizes also it's, you know, I was really, really just starting to get into the whole sports media broadcasting um, journey. And, you know, nobody's perfect, especially when just starting off a project. I'm not a journalism major or anything like that. By the way, I'm a computer guy. Um, at least that's what the degree will probably end up saying. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so after the the tough walk off to Southeastern, um, I just, the bats just weren't there against Freed Hardman. Um, you know, Kayla Swenson had, a, had one rough inning. Um, Mills came out the bullpen, had a, Amazing performance out of the bullpen for us, but you know, it just wasn't enough. Um, it's unfortunate. Um, I really wish I could have got a an interview with Coach Christie or one of the girls in Columbus, just because you know I, I was there and seeing them there. It's it, it's tough, you know. It's tough to see them go down. I mean, those those are friends I have on the team. Um, I know how hard they've worked all year, and um, it's just tough seeing seeing them emotional. I saw I talked about some of the guys up in the box, even after Southeastern won and beat Oregon Tech. You know, it's tough going and looking in an athlete's eyes, and especially being an athlete and whose college clock is starting to kind of tick down. And I know NFL's not, probably not in the future for me, maybe broadcasting or on the sideline, but you know, probably not playing it. And, uh, you know, seeing these athletes, I mean, they're, it, that's it, you know. And there are a lot of guys that in their final days are punishing whether they come on with the guys and girls and whether they come on with a red banner or not. And, um, you know, only a very select few, only one team gets to do that. Um, you know, that's why it's something I've been saying a lot to some of the Weber guys and I told it to Brian Fuentes of Southeastern, too. He's like, uh, don't forget to stop and smell the roses, you know. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And I was talking with Mike, Oregon, Oregon Tech's uh, broadcaster, and he says, you know, it, it never gets, you know, much easier. You can get a little desensitized by it um, over the years. But something you learn to appreciate is the journey, you know, especially in, on a stage like uh, Southeastern and Weber are on right now in both World Series, both teams. Um, you know, and Weber's softball is the first one to see this. You know, this group of seniors has been working so hard to get there, to get to the World Series. And it was a hell of a year. I mean, you got you got to look back and, you know, does it end in a red banner? No, but the same result for you and a lot of other schools, and a lot of other schools just aren't even in the position that the four teams were in this year, uh, in Lewis and in Columbus. 
Um, it doesn't make it easier for the athlete. It won't make it easy. You know, I mean, saying this and knowing this and that won't make it easier um, for me in a couple of years when I'm done at Weber. And it won't make it easier when, you know, my, my friends are done. And that's never fun. You know, that, you know, that always sucks. Um, you know, someone you line up with your brother or sister and, you know, next thing you know, their their career's done. Kind of got to look in the mirror also, and it's like, hey, that's going to be me pretty soon. And, um, you know, I think that's an experience that I can relate to. And, um, yeah, um, kind of got off on a little sad tangent there, but, uh, yeah, just don't, don't forget to just enjoy the moment. Um, I hope we bring two red banners home. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to do it. I mean, we saw, and we've seen the whole time up in Columbus. I mean, Southeastern's had to battle tooth and nail. Um, the three games they played and Weber, the two games they played, even though they didn't get the results, I mean, it's been a battle. And um, it's the same thing up in Lewiston. I mean, you know, Weber baseball ran into a guy who, and he's been the probably the best pitcher in the nation, top two over the last couple months. And, you know, we get no hit for through six and two-thirds and shut out through eight and then ninth inning we just explode and hitting the ball hard. Dubiansky hits one over the wall. Um, a 7-2 game was the final. But, uh, you know, we're looking at tomorrow, and I've had – looking at it now, it's like I've had so much fun with these boys and – you know, the reality is tomorrow could be it. Um, playing Westmount, really good team out of California, a little East Coast, West Coast action. Um, Atlantic Ocean, Pacific Ocean, a little fun rivalry. Even though we don't, Babson Park, we're uh, more a Lake Crooked waterfront property. Not quite the a beautiful deal they got out going out there on the West Coast, but we'll take it. We're gritty. I'm uh I'm excited. I'll be lying if I said I went a little nervous, but you know I know the boys are gonna go out there and they're gonna put a damn good product out in the field and you know, we'll see what happens. You know. That's point all we can really do. Um You know, Southeastern baseball they they know now they definitely have their work cut out for them. Um you know, as an eight seed, which, you know, seeding doesn't matter at this point. Um, they gave them everything they got. You know, that game, go, if Sam Faith doesn't end that, I mean, we're looking at top of the 10th, and it was going to be three, four, five due up for Gwinnett, and who knows what happens then. Um, luckily, we kept Faith and uh, ended up holding on. I think that's the last we I keep the Faith or we keep the Faith of whatever pun. I think we'll retire that one for a little while, unless he hits another walk-off in the World Series, in which case, you know, all bets are off. And I've accidentally gone 20 minutes here. A little soapbox rant. Um, God, I think I've accidentally covered everything, too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what's happened the last, now, 18 hours in the Sun Conference. Um... You know, again, Weber softball, just you know, thanks for the memories. And I cannot wait for 2023. 
Southeastern softball. Job ain't finished. We keep on playing. We keep on rolling. I build a. I'm gonna say this. I I, I really like that southeastern softball team. Um, if you haven't seen a Instagram post, uh, what I what I said, uh, I go down there and I do the interview, and they're obviously ecstatic, so happy. It was an awesome, awesome dugout. Um, find Erica, do the interview with her. Awesome interview. Um, um, and I mean, who else? Also, like who else right now for Southeastern? I mean, awesome in tournament, awesome in regional, and then sure enough, has just turned it up. I think she had two RBIs against Weber. And then obviously the two run shot today. And uh, after the interview, and this is what the little graphic I was talking about, some chirp said, Web, the girls were saying Webercast, Webercast. And that that was hilarious. Like, I was just, I just threw my head back laughing. I mean, it's funny. Like, like not like a like I'm being a smart ass or anything funny. Like, that was genuinely funny. I was, that was hilarious to me. And it was a great chirp. I've heard a lot of good ones, you know, especially when I got to call lacrosse. I heard some good ones. You know, obviously softball, there's going to be a lot of talk. And, um, you know, I like it. It was funny. It was funny. And, um, you know, hopefully I haven't done my last interview with Southeastern Softball this year. It's actually the first time I've done a, done an interview. Have I done an interview with uh, – no, I haven't, yeah. Definitely have not done a post-game interview with anybody outside of Weber. So that was cool. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's kind of thinking about it. It's kind of like, uh, seeing Freddie Freeman in a Dodgers uniform almost. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, maybe not really. I don't know. Either way, Southeastern softball still alive in Columbus, both baseball teams. Uh, Southeastern still got a little bit of cushion. Weber's back is against the wall. Um, yeah, I mean, that's about all I got, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, just once again, I'll say, you know, I want everybody in the conference to do well. And that's, that's the point. You know, that was the point of me starting this was because NAIA, in my opinion, you know, the, the media outlook is just not there. There's not that big presence. Um, you know, playing in the NCAA at the Division Two level and the NAIA, I think the NAI has potential to overtake a lot of this, a lot of, you know, the smiling, the big dogs are the big dogs and then nobody's going to be touching them. But I think on this level, the NAI has potential to do it, but we got to start building something. We got to start building a culture media wise to highlight these players. And that's the point. That's the whole point. And, you know, I hope two years from now, and, you know, I have, well, I almost 250 followers, you know, I mean, that doesn't really, I don't really care about that, but, you know, hopefully it's grown over the next two years. Um, and, look, I won't be doing Suncast, obviously, my whole life. It's probably not something I'll be doing much past Weber. But, you know, hopefully by then, you know, I have a plan in place, and this is something I've thought about a lot recently just with how much it's grown you know i want this to be something that continues to grow because in you know, a sun conference it's not really the sun conference but nai in general this isn't an overnight change it's a long most likely a longer process 
But if I could just continue this to grow and, you know, who knows, five, ten years from now, it the uh, Suncast has become a major, or not major, major media, but, you know, a, a media outlet or a hotline that's put a lot of athletes, you know, out there, at least gotten their stories out there and whatnot. That, that's what started. And, yes, there is going to be, as long as I'm at the head of this, this deal, um, outside of football, which I've said before I will not be covering. And the co-host is coming. By the way, co-host is coming. We've agreed on it. We're doing it. It's pretty much all all done. It's all fat lady ain't sung yet, but she's tuning up. Uh, that's one last one liner at four oh eight four oh eight AM. Um but that person will be taking over for football. I'll still be doing soccer, um or basketball, other fall sports. So on and so forth. But, um, yeah, you know, hopefully we just keep on growing this, you know. Do I get, do I have the bias to Weber? Yeah, I am. And until I leave Weber, I probably will. Um, Do I still love every other school and wish every school nothing but the best when they're not playing Weber? Absolutely. Hell yeah. I want Southeastern to bring home the red banner from Columbus. Nothing would make me happier right now than to see that. Now, obviously, out in Lewiston, I obviously want Weber baseball to win, but that doesn't happen. It's going to be a damn Southeastern podcast for the next few days. This is what it is. Um, you know, after I probably uh, – I think there's a pretty decent chance I'll shed a tear Um Whenever Weber baseball season comes to an end, whether that's with the red banner or not. But that's a different podcast for another day. And until that day comes, Weber baseball is still alive. Southeastern baseball is still very much alive, and Southeastern softball is very much alive. Weber softball, love y'all ladies. And I cannot wait to really cover y'all next year. It is going to be a much better job on my part with the podcast and broadcasting uh, Weber softball. I promise. Put that one in stone. promise it. All right. We're going on about 27 minutes. I'm out. I'm going to bed. Much love. Y'all have a good one.